0: Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be
1: able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The
0: one thing we both have in common is... Muddy muddy
1: boots. boots.
0: There are only six weeks left oh my goodness, until Christmas. And if you're having it at home this year, I think that's just enough time to have the garden looking fabulous for your visiting family and friends. So today on Muddy Boots, Keith and I are going to talk about Christmas in the garden. We're going to provide some tips on getting the garden into shape before the hordes arrive on that special day. We'll look at ways to decorate the garden and we'll discuss some gift ideas that we can give from our gardens. So let's get started, Keith. I think the first thing people would like to hear about please is how to get their gardens looking great in a short space of time i have a checklist of questions on that subject and number one is the lawn because that really provides the backdrop to a beautiful garden what needs to be done
1: all right so the first thing you're going to do is go out there and give your grass a good feed Um, and and use some organic fertilizer something like rooster booster Mm -hmm. at a handful of, of the pellets to the square meter and then give it a good water in The next thing you do is you pull your mower out and see what height of cut the mower is on and then raise it a couple of heights further up up the notches, all right? So we want a a higher Uh than it is is now. Mm -hmm. And then you keep it at that height for the whole of the summer because a tall, healthy growing grass will be more drought tolerant and it will suppress weeds. And it will be as green as green can be, providing you give it a good feed. And then by the end of end of um, Christmas, give it another feed. And, and that'll that'll get you just about all the way through until, to uh, until winter, until autumn, yeah. autumn.
0: Yeah. And what about a bit of aeration? Should we aerating? You
1: can aerate. Yeah, if you've got a compacted soil, yeah, a bit okay. of aeration. So if you've got a, a broad fork that you've yes. got from FD Ryan, that's right. That's great. A great tool to use, or even even just a normal fork and, and push that down hard in the ground. And this is the time to do it because we've had so, so much, much rain, rain that the soils will be relatively soft. Yes. So easy easy work.
0: So that's that's a positive. Well, that rain's been fantastic for most of us, not all yeah. of us, but most of us. If the plants haven't been fed in a while, a good dose of all-purpose fertiliser, both granulated and liquid, would give them a lift? Am I right? Or what would you suggest? Yeah, sort
1: of. No, look, look, in order to get the, the, the most out of your plants for Christmas, I would be suggesting you go for a liquid feed. Okay. You go for something like Charlie Carp liquid fertilizer or Power Feed is another, another good one. Uh, Neutrog have, have got some great, um, um, you know, liquid feeds. And yep. the reason the reason you use a liquid feed is because a plant has the capacity to absorb nutrients through their leaf systems and absorb it, and that's done a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And because it's a liquid feed. Mm. It washes into the ground and then the plant has two root systems. It has a drinking and a feeding root system and the the drinking root system will take up the liquid food as well. So it's an instantaneous sort of comeback. Yeah, absolutely. Okay,
0: that's that's, that's definitely what we need for these these weeks, I should say, leading up to Christmas. Deadheading any plants will encourage them to reflower, and removing any dead or diseased foliage, which I have on my roses, a Mm. black spot at the moment, will help the garden to look and feel much more healthy as well.
1: Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So most plants have the capacity, the capacity to re-flower. And, in, and per, if you've got perennials, these in particular will, will respond beautifully to a light prune. Okay. And then it'll all come on again.
0: And then adding mulch to the beds, I think, adds a finishing touch. It just sort of fills that, completes that picture.
1: It, 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 it finishes that garden. It sure does. So mulch gives a garden, yeah, like you said, that beautiful finished look. Mm. And depending on the mulch that you choose... Mm you can get great contrast between, you know, like a lighter mulch and the, and the, Darker the vibrant foliage. dark green of your foliage, yeah. so it really stands out. It
0: sure does, it sure does. Um, now, if there are any gaps or drab-looking spots that need filling, I think it's a good idea to whiz down to your local nursery to pick up some potted colour. It's like Things like petunias, asters, daisies, marigolds, etc. are great choices for sunny spots. And for shade, impatiens or begonias yeah. might be nice.
1: Fabulous.
0: Something with lots of buds rather than fully open flowers because we need them to be ready to open right on that exactly. 25th of December.
1: Yep. And and this is this is also where, you know, if you've got a bigger spot, you know, say up to about a metre, mm. it would be great to put a salvia of some sort in there, say yes. something like Mexican sage or mystic spires. Yes, yes. They are flowering now and they will be at their best come That 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 the Christmas day, so absolutely can't. But potted colour is a great way of just adding that instant instant colour, bang to your garden.
0: Yes. Now we come to the important vegetables. Is there still time to plant some so that we can enjoy them at Christmas lunch?
1: Mm, Not really. Okay. know we're six six weeks out. Is cutting things a little bit too fine? Okay. The only plant that will provide you a feed from seeds to eating is radishes. So something like the, the French breakfast radish. Takes seven weeks from (laughs) seed to eating. (laughs) Well, it's too late. But that's six. You missed out in a week. However, if you have um, a few leaves of lettuce from seedlings that you're putting in six weeks before Christmas, yes, you're going to have some beautiful fresh lettuce leaves. And of course, there's so many multicoloured varieties of lettuce today that a bowl of those on the Christmas table is. Just a, a, a fabulous decoration as well.
0: And if you're putting them into the vegetable garden, to, the vegetable garden's going to look amazing Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Okay. So I think we've covered quite a bit there. So now that the garden's looking neat, we need to look out for any rubbish that's lying around, which is a you know no brainer. Old pots, broken furniture, all that sort of thing should be put into the shed or taken to the tip. Yep. Just to make things neat.
1: Absolutely. But, you know, old pots. Have you got you got some beautiful old and not even you know beautiful pots. People like pots. Mm. They, they think, oh, yeah, I've got a cutting of oh. So put them out in the nature strip. <laughs> I know you've found a few good I ones in few, the past. i got a few off the nature strip, absolutely, and they were beautiful terracotta pots. So if you've got some pots, stick them on the nature strip rather than put them into the recycling bin. Exactly. Bit. Give. Give to your local absolutely. community. Now, this is also a
0: good time to fix any outdoor furniture that's going to be used on Christmas Day and perhaps do some touch-up painting, which reminds me, I need to stain my deck.
1: Oh, women and their decks. Oh,
0: what do you mean by that?
1: Yes, mine needs to clean and a to touch up too.
0: <laughs> Someone's been at you, have they?
1: No, it's, it's more me. I, I, I like to see things nice and clean and neat. And I've also got some um, metal outdoor chairs. That if I repainted those, Leslie would kill me because oh, she likes that thing the called rough patina. Look. Oh, patina. Yeah, okay. that old look rather than uh, sparkly. Yeah, don't make rough. it look lovely.
0: <laughs> okay. With the garden now looking amazing, I think it's going to be fantastic. We need to move on to the next step, and that is decorating. Most of our listeners are in Australia, where Christmas Day is usually quite warm. So lunch in the garden is very popular, as long as it's not raining. And when our family hosts Christmas, I love to add some festive colour to the garden from the garden. So you could make some beautiful decorations, with or actually you could do this, Keith, from all that colour that's in your garden, all the, those vegetables and all those beautiful salvies that you have. What mm. are you going to do? What are you going to do to decorate, Keith?
1: Well... We're not having Christmas at our place this year. We're going to my nephew's place again, which is just fantastic. However, we always like to have some uh, beautiful flowering perennials and things to fill the vases and to make up some posies for gifting.
0: That's a great idea. All right, well, we are not having it either, so we're lucky, I guess, in that regard, but... I'm still going to do some things because I like to like to build up to the Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, the festive season with a bit of things, a bit of decorating, decoration around the house. So the front door, I think, is the first place to start. No entranceway is complete without a Christmas wreath, and one made with foliage and flowers from the garden or nearby nature strips and reserves quite can look quite pretty. When we last had Christmas a couple of years ago. On Christmas Eve, Brett and I, my husband and I, went out searching the streets with buckets and baskets, and came back with a massive amount of, uh, you know, pretty foliage and, and flowers as well. By the time we got home, I, we were laden with all this stuff, and so yeah. then I combined it with pieces from the garden, which was was lots of fun. So I made one for the front door, I made one for the shed door, as we were all having lunch in the garden, and it looked fantastic.
1: Ah, now I know where my flowers disappeared
0: too. No, I didn't go to your garden. Uh, I didn't okay. go into your property, I
1: went to the nature strips. Actually, I remember seeing lots of your Instagram posts on making wreaths and putting foliage and flowers into glass displays. And so the listeners can troll to your site and go back and have a look for some visuals.
0: Well, that's right. That's Thank you. Idea. Please do, listeners. Now, wreaths aren't hard to make, though. I mean, I think a lot of our listeners like to make them as well. So I have a few wreath, old wreath forms, which I I use. But they can be made out of grapevine. They can be made out of wire. And you can find them in shops as well, of course. Uh, But grapevine is, I think grapevine wreaths look fantastic. With some florist wire and a little bit of patience, it's usually a lot of fun to do. So give it a try. I'm going to do it again soon.
1: Yeah. So, you know, just cut foliage, for instance, you know, different types of foliage. Yeah, it looks fantastic. It can look fantastic. Yeah. and, and I just help out, Leslie, with that sort of stuff, because my, my talent doesn't stretch that far. So. I'm sure it does. You've got to give it a try.
0: <laughs> okay, another quick and easy way to add a Christmassy touch to the front entrance is with a display of potted plants. We were talking about potted plants before. So now, as well as adding them to your garden, you can add pots have potted plants in the, in the Christmassy colours around the front door, something with red and green foliage mm. or flowering plants with white or red blooms, perhaps. What mm. do you think?
1: Yeah, look, there's lots of potted plants that are available for Christmas colour. The most popular, of course, is the poinsettia. Yes. It has that brilliant um, foliage display of red and green. It's, yes. It's not actually a flower, the, the red part. It's actually the, the, Foli- it's the foliage yeah. that, that goes that way. Yep. Another ripper is, is, of course, Christmas lilies. Oh, uh, They make oh, a fantastic yes. Christmas plant. Yeah. Um, we had these as cut flowers from the garden when I was a child, you know, and the perfume I will always associate with Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Aww. just superb.
0: Yeah. OK, so the car- garden will, of course, be looking beautiful after we've done all that hard work tidying it up. So I don't think we need to give that any extra coverage. But if you happen to have a conifer growing in the garden or something else that resembles a Christmas tree, a sprinkle of tinsel and a few decorations on the tree would look lovely.
1: Yeah, things, you can also get potted pines uh, or conifers work really, really, really well. as a living uh, Christmas tree. There's a species called abies. Uh, and they're a traditional-looking conifer um, that you, you see. There's, there's actually ads on TVs for this woman that, that just flicks this tree over and, and it masses down with this, you know, this, it's, a, it's a synthetic tree, but it's based <laughs> on the abies. Oh. Um, you know, it's, it's one that, that looks like a Christmas tree in the northern hemisphere. Uh, another uh. is the Picea, which is from the spruce family. Um cedrus is another great uh, little pine uh, that's that's known as cedar, and they decorate up beautifully, and you've got them in the pot, and as long as you feed them and look after them, you've got one next year.
0: I always have a problem with that, because I've tried to buy, I've brought, bought live Christmas trees, and i brought them inside, and I've over-watered them, <sighs> I've wrecked the carpet, you know, so oh. I'm not very successful with that, with that. And I also wonder, what do you do once Christmas has passed? Do you plant that? plant in the garden you
1: you don't have to you can actually prune it back okay and and that will then restrict the root system Ah. so you can prune it back and shape it up and do all sorts with it um you you might have to repot that maybe in three to five years into a bigger pot and once again when you do that you 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 prune the, the the plant during the winter period and then you can actually prune the root system And then it it becomes basically like an oversized bontai.
0: Okay, well, that's a good idea. And then you can use it again for Christmas the next year and the next year and the next year. Absolutely. On and on and on. Okay. All right, so last but not least is that festive table. Whether your colour scheme is green and red or white gold, whatever, there will be something in the garden that will look beautiful on your table. I love the idea personally of a line of small vases down the centre of the table filled with a mix of flowers picked from the garden. They don't have to be red, green, gold water. It can Mm -hmm. be any colour. And to keep the bugs at bay, you could also incorporate insect-repelling herbs like lavender and mint into the table design. What do you think?
1: That's a great idea. Sounds pretty. Here's another little ripper because... Mosquitoes are an absolute pain in the bum. That's right. And they're always underneath the table where your legs are. Okay. So (laughs) there is a a little herb called hyssop. Yes. Uh, And if you had those in pots you just place them around the base of the chairs and the tables and that will help to repel the mosquitoes in the evening.
0: That's a good idea too, and they might look pretty under the table as well. So you can look under the table and on top of the table. Didn't think of that. Okay, so we've tidied up the garden, we've decorated it. Now to think about gifts to give from the garden. Now, Keith, you are the master of giving wonderful gifts to your friends and family. We've been recipients of many wonderful things. What can you suggest as a Christmas gift from the garden?
1: Oh, well for, apart from potted plants, such as fruit trees and vegetables in pots, um, we will have um, other gifts going at that particular time of the year. Fresh produce, so we'll have things like baby sunbeams, we'll have cucumbers, zucchinis, capsicums from the hothouse, uh, and, and lots of multi multicoloured lettuce leaves in the vegetable lines to share. And then, um, we will, after that, we'll have peaches, nectarines, cherries and plums to share. Mm. Uh, we'll have green tomatoes, and you can put that into a, into a, a preserve that includes eggplants, capsicum, zucchinis, chilies, uh, and pickled plants to form what we call uh, an explosive mixture in the jars. Yeah, and that's very good. That yes, it's very now, so good. So there's lots of things that you can actually take from the garden yep. and use and yes. do all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, we've, we've still got explosive mixture as a preserve in cupboards. You know that we made last year, you mm, know, and it's, mm, still, it's still it's still fantastic. Really, really ready to go. Yeah. Okay. So, so there's all those sorts of things that you can actually do.
0: Yeah. So supply. you can you can put you can give tomatoes from the garden. Yeah. So you can give fresh fresh produce. You can give plants. Yeah. You can have you, you are always you and Leslie are always busy potting. Mm-hmm all these seeds which turn into these beautiful plants. So you can provide, you can give those. Yep. You can then make them into, you can give a box of all those things that you just mentioned, or you can make them into preserves and jams and, and hordials and all those sorts of things as well. Absolutely. So you're fine for Christmas. Your your <laughs> presents are in the garden, which is amazing. Now, what about seeds? Aren't they a good gift gift idea as well?
1: Well, look, seeds are a fabulous gift, you know. It, it's... It's the it's the it's the it's the the gift that just keeps on giving, Giving, isn't it? Right, exactly. Because if you store the seeds, uh, and we we store all our seeds in the fridge, not the freezer, but the fridge. Yes, yes. You know, like a little suitcase thing that's got little tiny boxes inside it. Yes. At four degrees Celsius, and those seeds will last for ten years and more. Amazing. you, You know, in that sort of a situation. Um, we, we put a little silica gel in there that says, yes. don't eat me, throw me away. That goes in there, that just sucks out the humidity. Mm-hmm. And those seeds, we, we, as I said, we have, we were gifted those seeds by um, my middle boy and, and his beautiful wife, um, you know, to, to grow for, for us and for them, you know. So it's just a wonderful gift to, to oh, give. Oh, there you are. You know, so you were given those? We were given the seeds and then Leslie and, and I sowed them and potted them and Gave them all back, you know, so it's a, it's a wonderful gift. <laughs> gift that keeps on yeah. giving, as you because, said. you know, the more that you can encourage people to grow their own, the, the, you know, the, the better and the healthier. healthier and,
0: we will be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I agree with that. Now, I had Christmas on my mind when I propagated some hydrangea cuttings earlier this year, so they're currently growing very happily in pots. Mm-hmm. I also have a lot of Chinese money plants or pilias right next to us here in little plots, in little plots, in pots, I should say, Propagating plants is so easy, and they make a fabulous Christmas gift. So, what other plants, Keith, can we propagate?
1: Well, it's just about anything you garden you can propagate. You know, whether it's it's um, your trackleya spurnum, your you know your, your, your jasmine. Jasmine, yep. that's Star easy jasmine. to do. Um, but you know, but there's different methods that that you need to undertake. So, if you've got some plants that you want to propagate, do a little bit of research. Get on the Google machine and just mm. see whether you take a hard hardwood cutting or a softwood cutting, um, and, and when just, to do and it. When to do it. Mm. But then, of course, you've got other methods that that are, are, are not as dependent upon the type, and that's either doing an air layering method or a ground layering method, where you you know you you pull a branch down, make a cut into it, just a slight cut into it. Push it down to the ground, pin it down, put a bit of mulch over the top, and that will then set off a root system. And then come you come in with a pair of secateurs and you cut behind it. And then there's the air layering method where you you simply do the same thing on top of the plant. You make a cut on an angle, and then you you would open that up with a with a little twig or something, and then you can wrap some 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 um, you know some moss something. around <laughs> it, and then and then a, a, a plastic bag over that and keep that moist, and that'll produce a root system. And then you cut that off. Potted up,
0: pretty amazing. So there's
1: lots of ways that you can have these beautiful gifts for Christmas.
0: Pretty amazing, the gift of a potted herb garden, pricked from your own garden and planted into an attractive pot or wooden crate, is yet another idea.
1: Absolutely, as long as you line, if you've got a wooden crate, you line it with plastic. Yes, and you just make sure that you, you, you're adding lots and lots of compost. Yes, on a regular basis, yes. and that will be perfect.
0: Yes, lavender. Now, that's uh, if you've got that in the garden, that looks beautiful when it's used to decorate gifts. It can also be dried and given as a gift to use in drawers and wardrobes. A lavender posy is also a pretty gift. In fact, I would love to be given a gift of a posy or any flowers, or, or of any flowers from mm-hmm. someone else's garden garden. Uh, well, let's totally. see what
1: my perennial garden produces this year. Oh, goody. Right.
0: I know what I'm getting now, <laughs> I hope. Uh, clearly... We could go on forever, but clearly you are only limited by your imagination. There are so many fabulous gifts that can be made from the garden. If we had all day, we'd keep on going. So we hope this Muddy Boots All Things Christmas segment has given you some ideas for a very happy Christmas 2022 in your garden. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.